Welcome to the Nicole Romero Creative Podcast. I'm Nicole, an equine assisted empowerment coach for creatives. Along with my horses, I am here to guide you to a more empowered and authentic creative life. Each week, I will dive into industry and inner work topics and offer tools and resources, including some horse wisdom and or share an interview with a fellow creative about their personal journey. If you are ready to begin living your creative purpose and a life of more joy and meaning, then this is the show for you. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Thanks for joining me again this week. Um, I just finished it a few wonderful days with my family out on Dolphin Island, which is um, south of Mobile, Alabama, and across the bay from our normal beach. So it's about an hour, 15 minutes from us. And um, uh, it was good because it was the first time my um, family has made it down since COVID and they usually come every year. Uh, My dad loves being on the water and fishing and and relaxing and he is uh, terminally ill and um, I don't know how many times he'll be able to get down. Uh, So it was a relief that he was able to come and enjoy it and uh, I got to spend time with him and he got to spend time with his granddaughter and uh, one of them at least and uh, it was just nice. Um, We live 40 minutes from our beach and we never go uh, unless family's in just because of time and tourist season and there's only really certain times a year you can go and and relax and avoid all the crowds. but I really need to make an effort to do more of it because when I'm there, I get a lot more done. And it's just interesting that when we can give ourselves uh, the space we need and the rest we need, how much starts flowing through. And it brings the question, you know, can we get more done by resting and doing less? Uh, because that's how it worked for me this this past week. You know, I, I always have my sketchbook with me and I doodle and I write. And um, I was just out on the sand um, listening to the waves. And, you know, things just started flowing through. I just started letting myself, you know, lean into it and not worry about what came through. So in essence, it was a little bit of free writing. Um, but paired with the natural healing sounds and sights of nature. And uh, I did, if you missed my stories this past week, they are in my Nick Notes highlights on Instagram, but I was talking about uh, restorative spaces and the, um, sorry, I, as always, if you've been listening to me a while, you know, I'm always out with the horses and I thought I left the water running, but for once I did not. Um, so sorry if it got a little breezy there for a second. Okay. Um, but I was talking about restorative spaces and the importance of them, of getting out in nature and reconnecting, uh, to our surroundings, our environment, and also to ourselves, uh, because I took a, I took a class when I was at, at SCAD, uh, Savannah College of Art and Design, SCAD, the University for Creative Careers, because they became a university during my grad program. Um, so whichever you know it by, but 
I had an elective and during my grad program and um, they, it was all about the psychology, you know, behind design, like certain colors, certain things. But one of the things we talked about was restorative spaces and the importance of that. And it really allows us to reconnect to nature and ourselves when we can't necessarily get away like I did this past week. Um, you know, fortunately, I have I do have my horses and I that is probably the biggest restorative space I have. Um, but then at, at home, we have a, a deck that our family built out by their their pool. And um, I go and I sit on that. And, you know, sometimes I just lay out there and I just stare at the sky. Sometimes I go out there and I work on my talismans and wands and, um, you know, art stuff. Uh, sometimes I go up there and play with my four-year-old. Um, but having a space set aside for that when we can't get away, it's why this is why it's so important. Um, because we can always just go to the beach for a few days. You know, we're fortunate that the beach is close and um, uh, that our family gets a beach house when they come and we can take some time out. <clears throat> but, um, you know, there's times that I was never able to get away for a long time and I felt like I was just in a cubicle and, you know, staring at those walls and being able to find a place to uh, relax and really open my mind to allow things to, to come to me just didn't seem possible or feasible. And um, it, it was, you know, kind of a wake up call that we have to be able to create those spaces for ourselves in whatever form we can, you know, whether it's, um, I'm going to circle back around in a second, but I just want to give you a few like examples of whatever restorative space you could have is if you don't have one right now, or if you don't have a lot of access to nature, um, you could set up a whole kind of seating area by one of your windows. Um, you can find a closet and turn it into kind of a meditation space. You can bring in a sound machine uh, that can bring in the sounds of nature, uh, photos of nature, videos of nature, um, art, whatever it is that brings in just elements. You know, you can bring in uh, indoor plants is great um, so that you feel like there is actual, you know, not just two-dimensional versions of the outside, but actual things like air, air ferns and um, succulents and things like that that um, can handle being indoors and creating just a little space, just a corner, just a, even if it's a chair, just a chair you choose and you just set things up that are in sight. I mean, it's hard. It's hard when you have kids speaking to you as a mom of a four-year-old. It's extremely hard. And so when we got that, our family built that deck, that was totally my, my saving grace because there is absolutely nowhere in our three-room cottage to put a restorative space right now. Um, it would be incredibly difficult. So even if you have to look elsewhere outside of your home, maybe you have a back porch, maybe you have um, a local park you can go to and bring some things with you that make it feel more comfortable and more personable. Um, you know, there's, <laughs> I think there can be such thing as like a mobile restorative space. Uh, you know, you have your certain elements you take with you, you can set up camp for just a little bit, and then you leave. Um, and that's kind of what being at the beach was for me. You know, I have my, 
um, I had my sketchbook, I had my, uh, other books that I was reading, like little things, um, some shells and stuff. I found a lot of fun things for, to add to my talismans and and things, uh, outside of the crystals. I found a lot of fun stuff on the beach. So I had those in front of me and had my drink, of course, and just relaxed. And so coming back around to how this can help us, uh, is that it allows us to kind of get out of the matrix for a little bit. You know, we kind of can disconnect from all of our mobile devices. We can get away from the emails that are always flooding in. We can get away from, um, you know, having to necessarily be, uh, you know, a parent in the sense of having responsibilities right in that second, um, just a space to, to get away so that our mind and our body has time to recover and come back to center and open up to allow the ideas that have been suppressed and denied and ignored um, because we've had too much other stuff flooding in and going on. It allows all that to start coming through because the pressure's off. You know, we can just sit there and have fun with it. So I would also say when you go to these places, you don't want to go necessarily with the intention that you're going to get work done that has not gotten done because you haven't had space. Just go and let whatever comes through come through because otherwise you're not going to have the actual restoration time, right? It's not going to feel restorative if you already have an agenda for yourself. Um, You know, one thing that comes through when we're working with the horses a lot is, is one thing that came up for me a lot this last year with the horses was dropping my agenda. And when I'm able to drop that agenda, things start to open up and things start to flow. The horses can feel that energy and they start to respond to that. And so then more actually happens when I am in that energy of dropping the expectations and the agenda and things start to flow And so the same thing with us and with our own, um, you know, daily things that need to come through. We have to be able to relax. We have to be able to reset ourselves. And having some type of restorative space will really help with that. Um, Getting out in nature at all, you know, even if you're not doing that, even if you don't make it a sacred time, even getting out to walk, um, for me, oddly enough, a lot of things come through when I'm driving my car. If I'm just playing music, um, even when I'm listening to podcasts, if I'm driving my car, I'm driving through all kinds. And, you know, we're in the country. I'm driving through scenic kind of views, I guess, um, in that I can see the trees. I can see the animals. I can see the sky. Um, and a lot of stuff comes through when I'm just in the car because, in a way, me driving is slightly restorative as long as I'm not in crazy traffic like I used to be in Orlando every day. Um, so whatever you can do, you know, we have to work with what we've got and where we're at. So whatever you can do to get in touch with nature, even if you can only get somewhere once a week, you know, it's a start. And allowing us ourselves to just let things flow through. So if your thing is doodling, if your thing is journaling, if your thing is uh, voice memos, that's a good one. Uh, whatever it is, but giving yourself space and room to also kind of eject all that from your your body and your mind 
because even if something doesn't come through that you thought needed to, um, whatever should be coming, it, it's going to show up. You know, it might be something you don't expect. You're like, oh, I completely forgot about that. You know, something will come through and you'll say, oh, oh, yeah. I completely put that on the back burner. And now here's the solution I've actually been wanting for this problem. Um, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know a good example right now. But uh, I think you know what I mean. It's just letting all this stuff that, that we contain, you know, we wrap everything up so tight so that we can get through our day so that we can get through the work day, get through, um, you know, parenting moments. Um, you know, we're always so responsible for all this other stuff, you know, whether you're a parent or not, we have all these responsibilities, financial responsibilities, work responsibilities, school responsibilities, um, all this stuff that we have to address first, and we don't give ourselves time to, um, or space to let anything else come through. And then we wonder why we can't even remember what we love to do anymore because everything is just so suppressed. And so <laughs> my point in all this is that when we can give ourselves room and space to breathe through nature, particularly because we are one with nature, right? We are nature. We are meant to be surrounded by it. We are meant to be in it and part of it and flowing with it. And when we lose that, you know, we lose a little bit of ourselves. And when we can reconnect to that, we reconnect to those unique and authentic ideas that we can't hear in the day-to-day -day world. And those things will start just presenting themselves. And the more you can do that, the more you can get out, the more you can disconnect. And I know, like, I'm on social, I have to be for my business. But if I if I didn't, I probably would not even seem like I existed in social world half the time. Um, and, and there's things that I want to share on there, too. You know, I do enjoy getting on there and seeing updates and stuff. But we have to be able to do things, we have to be able to balance it out, right? We have to be able to escape from just what we see and actually go experience because it's in the experience of something and in the settling into that moment that true things come through. Because then we're not just sitting in comparison. We're not just sitting in, um, oh, I wish I was there. Or they're always so good at doing these kind of posts and I'm not. Or they're, you know, we, we fall into the trap of, oh, it must be nice to be them and doing this stuff all the time. Um, and we just we just get away from that and go back to experiencing where we are right now and getting in touch with our higher self and our inner voice and being able to listen to it. You know, this is, this is really opening up the space to listen to ourselves because you can't listen when you have all that noise just flooding in from everywhere. You know, I'm one of those people, I have a lot of trouble. I have to have I can't listen to three different conversations happening at once. Personally, I don't think we really, any of us really can, but I really can't. Um, like I'm, if I have someone talking behind me and someone trying to talk to me, I'm like, hold on, I just gotta, I have to clear some space so I can hear you because I can't, I can't focus like that. Um, and uh, like, I can't listen to music with words while I'm trying to read it has to be instrumental music. Um, so things like that. And so when we have, you know, I think our systems are all going to respond better when they don't have 
a million different things that it's they're trying to tune into at once, right? If you're scrolling through radio stations and you're trying to find the right one, imagine a whole bunch of radio stations trying to be tuned into at once, and that's what your mind and your body's trying to do. And so when we can just shut all that down, we tune into the one frequency of ourselves, then that's when all the real authenticity and inner voice comes through. So to recap, um, we can get a lot more done when we give ourselves space to do less, to do less, to relax, to uh, find a restorative space. Number two, we got to, we got to create that moment of, of restorative space, whether it's going to your park or creating a space in your home or on your back porch, whatever it is, somewhere you can go to get in touch with nature, even if it's just five minutes out of the day, even if it's just once a week that you can start with, um, some way to get back in touch with nature. So you create the opportunity to, uh, reconnect and to do, to do less, <laughs> to get in touch with nature and to give yourself the opportunity to listen to yourself. And so number three would just be to start with where you are, start with what you can do, you know, whatever you can do in this moment. Um, just pick a starting point and, and do it. Just go to the park every Saturday morning or something for 15 minutes and walk around the track go lay, uh, lay out in your backyard, play some, uh, instrumental music, or just listen to the sounds around you, depending on where you live, you know, wherever you are, start where you are, but just start, just start trying to give yourself that moment. Don't let your inner critic or your ego or your false self tell you that you don't have time for it. You do. You certainly have five minutes. Um, and it's hard with kids. I acknowledge that. It seems like you can't get 30 seconds without getting something, some kind of interruption. Whatever you have to do to get five minutes, maybe even in, sh I don't know, um, I was going to say shutting yourself in your bathroom, but only if you have a window. <laughs> uh, and, you know, take a bath, play some music, uh, nature sounds in there. Um, if you have light coming through, you know, that's an option. But whatever you got to do, that's the point just, just begin and, um, see what comes through, you know, pick your, also pick your modality, pick what you want, have something nearby, have a journal, have a sketchbook, have, um, have voice memos, uh, whatever it is that feels like, um, you can record your thoughts or the experience, uh, you're having in that moment and see what shows up. You know, I think that you'll find, uh, you'll get a lot of answers this way. Um, this is, I'm not calling it meditation, but this is a form of meditation. Um, getting quiet and listening to ourselves and giving space for our, that voice to come through. So, um, <laughs> but if it feels weird for you to call it that, then don't call it that. This is just your restoration time, restorative nature time. And uh, let me know. Let me know what comes up. Let me know what you do. Let me know where your space is, what you like um, to, to set up for yourself and, and what works and, and what doesn't, you know, not everything works for everyone. Uh, but let me know what, what 
works for you and what you enjoy. And that can always spark ideas for others, you know, uh, share this podcast and make a note of it. Um, and, uh, tag me in it, Nicole Romero creative, and, um, I will reshare it and it'll give other people, uh, great ideas and we can keep that going. Um, and for now I am going to go continue enjoying my (laughs) restorative time with my horses. All right. Thanks everyone. And have a wonderful rest of the week. Thank you so much for joining me on the Nicole Romero Creative Podcast. I hope you found this inspiring and motivating, and if so, please share with your friends or anyone that you think would enjoy this content. If you'd like to get to know me more, you can visit NicoleRomeroCreative.com, find me on Instagram at NicoleRomeroCreative, and let me know anything that you want to hear in this podcast or ask any questions that this content may have brought up for you. So until next time... Thank you so much for joining us and remember creativity matters and your particular brand of creativity matters. So keep lighting up the world with what makes you you.